Welcome to Soul Stirrings, a podcast where all things regarding faith, communication, and culture are considered. I'm your host, Paul Patton, and here's hoping for at least a couple of grins and maybe one strange amen. In my last podcast, I talked about biblical narratives that help us understand the story called Our Life, a narrative that helps contextualize times of uncertainty and stress. Specifically, we are, as mentioned, God's garden in the midst of a three-act structure as God's living things. Act one, the beginning or the germination of the seeds in the garden. Act two is the cultivation of the garden plants. And act three is the harvest. We're part of God's story. In this podcast, I'll emphasize the first of nine virtues Agape love, as listed in St. Paul's Fruit of the Spirit, an eternal context for what's really important in the story called our life, what's really important to cultivate in the garden called our life. Certainly in difficult segments of history, of course, including personal history, family history, invite us to revisit our directional compasses, and reassert the framing devices that help us make sense of of it all. For even slightly giving into the temptation of meaninglessness and despair can more than slightly suck the wind from our sails. So what is the overarching goal as members of God's garden? The goal of the believer is the cultivation of the most valuable fruit, the virtues called, again, as Paul said, in Galatians chapter 5, verses 22 and 23, the fruit of the Spirit. These are nine virtues cultivated over a lifetime in cultivating the garden called our life. This fruit of the Spirit help us understand our Creator's design for His human creation, His image bearers. Now, before we talk about that first fruit, agape love, I wanted to mention a little bit, a brief word about what it means to be God's image bearers. The, in, as it says in the Latin, described in the Latin, the imago Dei of God. We represent what he is like to the rest of his creation in which we live. That's what it means to be his image bearers. Again, we represent what God is like to the world of his creation in which we live. For instance, we love sacrificially because he loves sacrificially. We make and keep promises because God makes and keeps promises. In fact, this is how he deals with our present and future, and this is how we can help one another deal with present and future insecurities and uncertainties. We forgive because he forgives. This is how he deals with our past and the struggles of our present. We forgive because he forgives. We confront injustice even within ourselves because God confronts injustice. We listen because he listens. And from a biblical perspective, the human assignment of being God's image bearers is the basis of human worth. And it's not related to socioeconomic class, gender, race, or ethnicity not related to abilities or hierarchical status at all. It's because we exist as human beings. So the fruit of the Spirit, the work within the garden called our life, promoted, elevated by the Word of God, 
beyond the performance of our 401k, beyond athletic prowess or artistic renown, is the cultivation of nine virtues over a lifetime. And the first of these virtues is agape love. I always recommend that people have a good working definition of key concepts, ideally no more than a sentence long, sentence definitions that are worth memorizing. And I argue that memorizing sentence definitions of key concepts, they'll come up in conversations repeatedly over a lifetime. I guarantee hundreds of times. And certainly I'd start with this central virtue. I define agape love, that first fruit of the Spirit, as caring about the best interest of the object of love regardless of their response. For me, agape love is directly associated with a Christian's functional purpose, a purpose that can be called upon to contextualize our current struggle with the community's health threat. My purpose through it all your purpose in Christ through it all is to cultivate your capacity to love sacrificially, to incrementally strengthen the working power of agape love. It's why the Apostle Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 13 identifies agape love as the greatest of all virtues. In addition, it's the why behind the pursuit of everything that's good. For instance, pursuing knowledge, which is never an end in itself, is always to be the servant of caring love. You might get some perspective on this by looking at Paul's letter to the Corinthians, first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 8. In addition, uh, you look at that most famous verse recording Jesus' conversation with Nicodemus. He says, Jesus says of God his Father, he so loved the world, he so, shall we say, agape the world, that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. God so cared about the best interest of the object of love regardless of their response. That same writer of the Gospel of John in his first epistle, chapter 3, verse 16, he says, this is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. And of course, Paul's 13th chapter in his first Corinthian letter is a whole chapter describing how agape love behaves, what it looks like, why it's so important. And in my view, after memorizing a sentence definition of what agape love operationally is and does, 1 Corinthians 13 would be a good uh, monthly objective, one phrase at a time to memorize. Jesus told his disciples, greater love has no one than this, that they would lay down their life for their friends. Jesus told them also in John 13, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. These are the assignments that God has given us as he's cultivating our garden over a lifetime. Again, the overarching goal as members of God's garden, the goal of the believer is the cultivation of this most valuable fruit. Our job today, despite difficulties, defeats, and disappointments, is to cultivate our capacity to love sacrificially. This is the work of God in our lives and the first of the fruit of the Spirit. In my next episode, we'll talk about 
that second fruit, the fruit of joy. Thanks for joining me. 